0: This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation.
1: Physically, Matt is like the hottest bachelor I think so ever. Beautiful. I literally don't think I have a second choice. I mean I could slip into my DMs and hate me. But I don't know. I, I I have a thing for Queen Victoria. Okay, let's let's talk about Victoria. ABC yeah. statement that they gave mm-hmm. to Matt to issue. And it's Mm -hmm. all about like, everyone's a human and like, which I agree with, like, let's not go to cancel culture yet, but.
0: Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. Happy Wednesday. Um, I'm going to keep this one short and sweet, this little intro, because we get into so much today that I want to make sure we have all the time to talk to David So if you guys don't know David, he is his own podcast host. He hosts the show Behind the Velvet Rope, which is a really fun, incredible podcast where he interviews all types of reality TV stars, mostly Bravo, like The Housewives, RuPaul's Drag Race, to Southern Charm, to Below Deck, pretty much anything you can think of, and Bachelor. So he knows quite a few things about reality TV, and he was on reality TV himself at one point. So we'll get into all of that. This one has a lot of... Breaking down that fourth wall, talking about how they edit shows, what the producers do, what we think is happening with Matt James's season with production, and all of the rumors that are going around with Rachel and a lot of the contestants. So, we're going to get into a lot of that. Just keep in mind, there may be some spoilers in here. Whether those spoilers are true or not, we don't know. But just if you don't want spoilers, maybe skip through the parts where we say this is a spoiler. But it's a really interesting episode. If you were ever wondering what happened behind the scenes of these reality shows, especially Bachelor and Bravo, this one's for you. So keep listening, share this one with your friends, a lot of juicy, fun stuff with David. So without further ado, here is the host of Behind the Velvet Rope, David Yontef. I think I said that right. I hope I said that right, but we'll see. Enjoy. All right. So for my... Listeners that don't know you, can you just give a little descriptor of like who you are, your podcast, what you're all about before we get into all the juicy stuff? So
1: I'm David. I host a – because become a five-day-a-week reality TV podcast. It's interview. So I mean I, I've had a lot of past lives. Like I was just telling you, like I used to practice law and I had a company that I sold. So let's forget about all the degrees I have because like I always say I'm like a closet smart person like – I'm smart, but I just don't want to talk about anything intelligent. I just want to talk about (laughs) reality TV and I just don't want to focus on the real world. So, right. So I was like friends with a lot of reality people. And that's kind of how I started my podcast. I was like, you know, when you're hanging out with all these people and there's no one watching, this is like really interesting. So I started with these like stories and I had a guest here and there. That's kind of like the Mm -hmm. genesis of how my podcast started But then COVID hit and I kind of revamped and It's really become five days a week, a different interview with someone every single day. It started like mostly Bravo, but then, you know, like from a business, it is a business to me. So like, I mean, I love what I do, but like from a business point of view, I was like, eh, I'm like all my eggs are in one basket and there's a whole world out there besides Bravo. And that's when I branched into like, you know, old reality shows, The Bachelor, RuPaul's Drag Race, so it's really if someone's on a reality show, and it's not just reality TV; it's like pop culture. We just do a different yeah. interview every day.
0: I mean, from being a, hosting a podcast and editing it, I can only imagine what your your plate must feel like because it's a lot. It's people don't realize. People
1: do not realize. They think you just turn <laughs> on a mic and like you're yeah. fun and like let's have some fun. You're like. I wish it was that easy. It's not.
0: Yeah. You know, and it is fun, but it's a, it's, there is a lot of work behind the fun to make it seem fun. Totally. <laughs>
1: you know, and like you are putting something out there for the public to hear and see. So, you know, you just got to check it. Like, you know, there are times yeah. where like I'll put something out and I'll be like, oh my God, there's a typo. Not a big deal. This isn't brain surgery, but just, it's just like little things like that, that you're like. Yeah.
0: It just makes it seem more professional when you totally. have those in
1: check. Totally. So it's all those things that just like take time, but yeah, it's five days a week. And I mean, I do current and past. So like today, our guest is Andrew Gray from Blink Empire, which I think is one of the best reality shows. It's so good. Oh my God, obsessed. So, and everyone's <laughs> talking to like Kelly and Kevin and Ke- I'm like, why is no one interviewing Andrew? He's kind of a loose mm-hmm. cannon here in the group people. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, people who describe my interview style, which I kind of agree with, is like, you know, it's very casual, it's relaxed, it's like talking to a friend. But don't get me wrong. Like, if there's stuff that we need to get to, I'm going to get there. So, <laughs> this is what I say it's like, I will ask you out on the date. I will pick you up, hold the car door, buy you dinner, buy you drinks, walk you to the door. I will be a true gentleman, but like daddy wants some at the end of the night. <laughs> so we start – Yeah,
0: you got to loosen us yeah, up. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's – we get there and then I got some questions for you.
0: Yeah, you just wait to pounce. Kind of. Um, but, bef- but before you were doing all this, we have to talk about your little stint on Millionaire Matchmaker because I was actually obsessed with that show. I, it was like weirdly – my guilty pleasure. And I I somewhat use a lot of Patty's advice for dating, whether if that was a good idea or not. Maybe that's why I ended up on a dating reality TV show. But so you were a millionaire on her show.
1: I was on Millionaire Matchmaker and Patty is on (laughs) my show. She's been on before, but she's on again this Friday for Valentine's Day. Oh my God. I I have to listen. I I kind of am weirdly obsessed with her even
0: though she's like – out it's there.
1: weird. A lot of people, I didn't realize how many people were obsessed with that show and or her. Like I didn't keep in touch with her, but through COVID and like my show, she came on my show at the beginning of COVID and we just kind of kept in touch and now we speak like all the time. She even fixed That's me amazing. up with someone like, I don't know, two, three months ago through her Millionaires Club. Like I'm not in the club, but oh, she, wow. she had someone new and she's like, you're going to have a Zoom date. And I'm like, okay, I'm home.
0: Okay. Did it go well?
1: <sighs> not really. Yeah. I'm like, are you just like, okay, let me like scrape the surface for like every gay guy I know to have a chat with this new client of mine? I mean, I'm not disrespecting Patty, but I'm like, oh, yeah. in what world was this the person for me?
0: I know. Well, she on your show, didn't she make you put on like the Saturday night live makeup and make you look like really ugly and walk through the streets of New York? Yeah.
1: I was iconic you know, listen, we've all been on reality TV, right? We all know how it Apparently, works. Yeah. You know, I was edited, and I'm not blaming it on an edit, don't get me wrong, but I was the, like, superficial, shallow gay man who just needed to be taught a lesson. So, yeah, she put on a fat suit and undermade me and walked me through Times Square, and she's like, you see how everyone's, like, looking at you and judging you because you look a certain way? And I'm like, they're looking at me because I'm walking down Times Square with-, with pa- Right, with Hattie Stanger from The Millionaire Matchmaker, and the show was at its height, and there's 8,000 cameras following us.
0: Yeah. And you're like, yeah, totally, Patty. Right. Like,
1: sorry to break the fourth wall, but that's why they're looking at us. (laughs) But it was like, it was a good experience. You know, you know what it is? Like, I don't think I really wanted to date anyone at that time in my life. So, which is a whole nother discussion. Look at The Bachelor. Look at all the people that go on The Bachelor now.
0: Yeah. You know, are they
1: all there for love? Hmm.
0: There's all, whether you're there for Instagram or not, that's always in the back of people's heads. Whether right. they, they admit it or not, it's back there.
1: I think so. so. I think so. And this wasn't even with Instagram. This was like a different time, but still, it was yeah. like, it just kind of happened. And like, I say yes to everything. So it just was one of those things that fell into my life. And I wasn't really like, well, but I really didn't want to date. So then the next thing you know, you're like on a show and you're like, oh, like, I have to like really go through the motions now. This is like a real date.
0: Yeah. Which almost is a good experience then for you interviewing all these reality TV people because now you sort of get it. Like you see, you can see that how editing works, how the interviews work, and how they can like twist
1: it in a different way. Totally. Totally. I mean, I think it certainly helps, right? Like don't you think it helps with like what you do like when you watch The Bachelor and you analyze and –
0: yeah, it's a whole looking at it from that lens. I think I like my boy, my boyfriend used to watch it and like liked it, but I think i ruined it for him based like by telling him all of the behind the scenes stuff cuz it kind of ruins the magic in a way.
1: <laughs> I guess if you could call it that, but I tell people yeah. I'm like I know too much. Like Yeah. I mean, I still watch all the shows and love them, but not the same. Like you can't watch it the same. Like you just know like, oh, that's a fake scene or that doesn't make Mm -hmm. sense. And it's still a guilty pleasure, but it's like, yeah. I mean, I'm not taking it away from anyone that's enjoying it. I'm not bitter or jaded, but like once you know a lot, you're just like, oh, why do I know this? I really just wish I could exist and think this is a real fight or that these people really hate each other in real life. and. Like, you know, people get really invested.
0: People get so invested that they proceed to DM people after the show and tell them their opinions and how they hate or really love people. So very invested. I was. Did saying. you
1: get a lot of like DMs, like hate DMs or positive?
0: I didn't get too much hate. I would always get – but once the show was airing, you never really knew what you were going to see. Like they would try and give you an idea of what was going to happen that night, but what they actually show is never what you – know, the full experience of what you experience. Right. So you, it's like a lot of anxiety going into each episode, just wondering how either you're going to be like the worst character on television that night or you'll be fine or you, they won't see you at all and you don't really know until it happens. Totally. So then you get the influx of Deans based on whatever that is. Yeah. So it can be a lot.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's one of the questions like, so I like when I have people on, normally, you know, like we start at the beginning. If you're, it's your first time, like I like to really just be like, where are you from? I like to do a real in-depth interview, but then I always break the, like, I want to break the fourth wall and be like, how was your edit? Like, how'd you feel? Like those are the type of questions. And I always ask like, what's your social media experience? Like, how do you handle that? Like, did you go down that dark hole? Cause I mean, it's okay if you did, it's understandable if people. Yeah. And I'm always interested just to hear like the psychology behind like who really went down. Oh, you started answering all those comments. Well, sweetie, I could have told you that.
0: Yeah, you have you learn pretty quickly because you're going to get a mix of both, especially I feel like on shows like Bachelor just because it's just so common now with how people watch that show. Yeah. So you're going to definitely get a mix and it's a matter of like how you approach it. And I've noticed lately because everyone is so sensitive these days to just not respond because usually if I respond, there's you're never going to change their opinion at all, like no matter what they say. And then they're just going to get more combative.
1: You'll never win. No. I mean, I I agree with you. When I get it directed towards me, I always say 99.9% of the time I won't engage. Or what I do is like I will take the worst, no matter what, I respond. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of my podcast. Uh, (laughs) And you'd be shocked. Like I would think that people would then come back at me and be like, like F off, are you an idiot? I didn't listen. No, people usually then respond positively. It's so weird. Yeah, it's interesting you
0: have to like trick them into being nice. But it it's a very specific way of doing that. And it doesn't always work.
1: But. And like, okay, I'm human. So I would say once every six months, you are the chosen one where I'm like, you know what? Today's the day. You've got me. Yep. And guess what? Yeah. You're going you to get it. Right. right like today, <laughs> I just feel like answering you and telling you what I think.
0: Yeah, exactly. I mean, the, the sh- it goes both ways if you're going to come at me like that. I was like, do you want to open the opinions that I have about you? Right. Do you want to do that since you're doing that with me? Because we can. We can go totally. there. Yeah. But mostly but just anyway.
1: disengage. It's never – this. you will never exactly. get the – it will go on for seven years. They will keep answering.
0: Yep. Yep. Opinions are hard to change on social media. Seriously, How do you feel about cancel culture? Interviewing all of these celebrities and like you being in the public eye a little bit as well. Like how do you feel about that side of the world that we're in right now? I
1: mean, I'm really not a fan of it. I just think we have lumped so many things together of what started as like legitimate things that should be canceled. Now mm-hmm. we have just a wide net where it really is like, someone was on, believe it or not, I had Lady Bunny, the drag queen. I don't know like, if you knew Lady Bunny, like when you lived in New York, like an older like institution of a drag queen in New York. And she's the one who said this. And I was like, that's, she's like, and so it wasn't like so brilliant, but i never thought of it like this. Like we are on the verge of like having no freedom. <laughs> like it's literally. literally like, when did we become like I want to surround myself and insulate myself with people who think 100% like me.
0: It's so boring to me. So boring. I, I would not want a world like that. It feels to me like modern day witch hunts. You know what I mean? Like back in the day with the pitchforks and like this wo- woman or whoever it is is horrible, so let's kill her. That's what it feels like, but just in like a digital space
1: kinds, Kinds of, yeah. And so, I mean, so. I don't know. I'm Maybe it's because I'm a Gemini and I'm not <laughs> into astrological signs. I'm not like new agey, but – I truly can separate. Like I can say your views on the world are completely not what mine are. Even if I know some people, like I'm friends with certain housewives that, you know, don't have even the greatest views of like gays, but Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean like we can't be friends. Like on a human level, I don't agree with you and I will listen to your opinions and I will tell you mine. But like I don't know. Like why do you have to agree? Like why can't you still have a common ground to just be friends, right?
0: My line is like are you hurtful to other people? Are you doing the things that should be canceled like, I don't know, being a pedophile or being like a racist? Those things fine. But like if you just have different views on how you see the world, fine. Maybe I'll have those too if you explain them to me in the right way. Like – I'm open to it.
1: Same with me. Like, that's the thing. Like, if it's racism and just complete hate, that's what kind of, in a way, cancel culture started from in a lot of ways. And now we've taken it to, like, you can't. All the way. (laughs) And where is that? How did that happen? So I don't. I'm not sure. Agree with that. And so because of that, you know, it's kind of like, I think the way my show is set up I don't really have an opinion anyway, because like, I really shouldn't, you know, like when mm-hmm. I'm interviewing people, it's really not about me. It's really about me. You know, I think the people that listen to my show make a mistake of, A, I never even say that I like everyone I that's on my show. I, I may not like everyone, but it's not really, I'm not going to share my opinion. I like a lot of the people. I yeah. don't like a lot of the people. To me, it's like my job is to get all the facts and get these questions answered and then everyone else decides. Absolutely. So I don't really have an opinion on my show and it kind of works for cancel culture, but you know, cause I never say anything.
0: Yeah. You're not making opinions on it. You're just like giving them the floor right. to speak on the thing. But when I go so, yeah. on
1: other shows like this, I have opinions and I have to say, I am like I'm from New York. I'm very, so I have had to, I mean, I've had no issues with cancel culture myself But it's Mm -hmm. because like you're just constantly watching what you say, not that I have any impure thoughts, but I understand how like one incorrect thing is going to get taken out of context.
0: It's scary. It is scary.
1: It is. It is. It's really... We just
0: try to do our personal best and just be open and hopefully
1: we'll come around in the world. I would hope so. Um, and like who has that time? I mean, it is like a witch hunt. That, it well, is, apparently a
0: lot of people have that yes. time. If you've gone on TikTok, keep, I've seen videos of people going through like 10 years of their social other people's social media to find like receipts and examples and photos of like why this person should be canceled. It's like it takes like a, at least a week worth of time that I wouldn't have at all no. to do it for even myself.
1: No. well I've always said this. I say this on my show I seriously 100% stand by this that if I got another reality show at any point, I would hire a private investigator and I would literally have them investigate every, I mean, I like, I don't care how much it costs. I want the top person. I want you to find, to go so deep on me and bring it all to me right now. (laughs) in two weeks and let's see whatever because I mean it is crazy how
0: it's worth it it's worth it I mean they even have for bachelor when you go on the show you do like a psyche eval you do a blood test they do have like a social media person that goes through it but now looking at all the girls and like the guys that have since been trying to be canceled or they've been come out as racist I'm like am they are they actually going through that as deeply as they say they are or are they going through I'm like oh we can leave that one because that might turn into something like it's interesting like, if do, if do they have our best interest or the show's best interest? I'm not sure at this point. Because
1: look at, like, all the stuff with Rachel recently. Yeah. To
0: me... That's what I was referring to. To
1: me, there's no way that you could be ABC and be paying the top people and mm-hmm. not find this. This isn't even, like, deep to find.
0: No. Because so, one girl on, on TikTok found it in a matter of days.
1: Right. So I would <laughs> think that ABC either says, We see this and like, well, so I also had on, so I had on Lacey Mark last week Mm -hmm. from Bachelor Nation. Yeah. Yeah. And now, so I, of course, I mean, like, what five day a week podcast host would I be if I don't have myself on Google Alerts? Because I do get in the media a lot. So apparently, I'm so freaking busy. I haven't really fleshed this out, but apparently, now her interview for my show is all over the place. It was just on Perez really? Hilton. I think it was in Us Magazine that she claimed that the top 10 is predetermined.
0: Oh, yeah. I did hear well, that part. That's so my
1: show. Keep- so I got to go through it. And and that's a whole nother aspect of the business. Like I, I will mm-hmm. stand by 100% of the time that most people don't get mad at me. But if someone gets upset with me, it's like I will 100% of the time be like, Listen, first of all, if it's in Us Weekly, Perez Hilton, there's never a misquote ever, ever. It will never happen. And B, there's nothing that I had said. So you're mis- Yeah,
0: I, I watched that little clip and it came out of her mouth. Basically, she said that she wanted to go home that night. And her season was a f- like a few years ago. So I think maybe back then it might have been different. They, they claim... I think, well, what happens is the producers have an idea... And she just really wanted to go home and she presented that and they were like, okay, we'll we'll make it work for everyone. But I don't know if it's necessarily the same, but you as being there, you get an idea just based on your relationship with The Bachelor, how it's kind of going, how much camera time you're getting, how like much you're involved in things. So you can kind of get an idea, but I'm I'm interested if I were to talk to her, like if it was different compared to, like, a couple seasons ago to, like, where she was on the
1: show. Well, actually. I got to go through it all today and just be like, hey, because, I mean, I, I like her. I liked having her on my show. I mean, again, I didn't say this, so it's not my fault, mm. but I just – I somehow I always feel guilty. I don't know why.
0: Yeah, if there's – you feel like someone, But it
1: happens all the time. So – and also, with her, it's different. With a lot of people, like, I have these major housewives that are on my show, and then they get this press, and then they're like – it's like, sweetie, this is your 14th year. Like, You know how this this works, (laughs) and you said, like, crazy stuff for, like, 40 minutes that we were talking.
0: Yeah. That was the thing, too, like, how your show got such recognition because the housewives would come on and, I guess, feel really comfortable with you and just tell them – tell you things about other housewives that they had, like, feelings about, and then it would end up in the news, which was really funny. So
1: then it's, like, when they say – like, right. So when someone says that to me, like, or someone comes back and, like, one of these housewives or whatever, it's, like, A – well, first of all, thank you for the compliment. That means I'm really good at my job. And yeah. B, now I'm kind of insulted because, like, what did you think you were coming on? Like, you know, that,
0: and no one was right, like the it.
1: 800th ranked, like, podcast in this category. Like, honey, we're in the top like 25. So,
0: yeah, people are going to listen. So it's it's
1: almost like a 2 twofold that you're like, wait a second, like, I know I'm not Andy Cohen, but like did you think like no one was listening to this? Like now I'm insulted. Yeah, it's
0: a little rude, right?
1: No one's really gotten mad at me other than one person, which I can think of. But again, it's like you're misplacing your anger. You're upset with yourself.
0: This is true. That's always how it is. That's how um, a lot of people with Bachelor, they always get mad at producers. And yes, the show is super edited, but the producers do kind of the same thing where they become friends with you. Like you trust them. Uh, you build a relationship with them. And then so for some people, they decide to use that and then tell the producer all the things that they're feeling. And then it shows up on the show. You don't see it with the conversation between the producer, but it's really you said the words. You had the opinions. They were on camera. Like, what did you think was going to happen? Right. What you think it was just like you weren't off of, on a mic for an hour? Like, I don't understand <laughs> what your thought process is. About,
1: right. So. Like, and I'm the exact opposite. And maybe it's because, like you said, I was on Millionaire Matchmaker. But first of all, when I when that came out, I wasn't like, "Oh my god, I'm like a superficial, shallow bitch on TV." I was like, "Oh, oh, okay." Like this, I saw where this was going. Like I, I get it, mm. and I said all the words. Yeah. So even like when now when I'm on some podcast and you know like they'll use like a, a soundbite of me and I'm like, uh, "Oh, okay." Like if I. <laughs> That makes sense. Cause I do remember saying that. I mean, I don't, I guess this is how it happens on my show when people say things, but I'm yeah. never like, I've never told someone take that down or oh, I'm just more like cringing to myself for 30 seconds. And then I don't know, like everything passes over.
0: This is true. Unless you're canceled, everything goes pretty quick. <laughs>
1: right. Right. And it's never anything like that. It's just more like, you know, other things. So I'm just like, get over it, David. Like, so I don't know And yeah. people don't, it's almost like And it's almost like so narcissistic of that person of like nobody cares. Like people care about this for 24 hours and then trust me, there'll be some other drama with like Britney or J-Lo or some huge A-list name and we'll all move on from talking about you. Mm -hmm.
0: There's always something. Um, Before we get right into Bachelor, what is like the craziest thing that's ever happened on your show or like because of your show with any of the housewives or any of the people you've had on?
1: I think, I'm trying to think like, on the show nothing necessarily crazy has happened during an interview it's more like just certain things that you don't expect you know like I have to say sometimes you're like I'm so excited to chat with this person and it's a home run it's just what you think and other times it's you're so excited and it falls short and then other times like I had Charlie on from Vanderpump Rules like I don't know if you watch Vanderpump Rules But like, there's, so, you know, there's like five new people last season. I mean, and Charlie's the smallest one, you know? Mm -hmm. So I interviewed like Max and Brett and I was like, all right, she's not them. And she's not Dana or Danica. She hardly got any screen time, but she's on the show. I'm not going to say no. And I wasn't excited. And then we started talking. I was like, this will be like, you know, a cute little 40 minute interview, lovely girl, whatever. And then she started talking about how like Stassi and Katie and Kristen, like, wouldn't speak to her when the cameras weren't rolling. And I was like, okay, so, like, I don't, wh- what? Like, I don't get it. And then the more we mm-hmm. started talking, so it's more like because I have been doing this for so long, you start to, like, on the spot be like, oh, wait, the next 30 yeah, minutes of this interview are scrapped. And now I have some real questions. Mm-hmm. So, like, something like that. Or even, like, Andrew Gray today from Blank Empire. Now, granted, we've all seen him on the show. It's not so shocking that he would speak his mind but he started saying things like you know we weren't really all friends and it was just like so like that's not so shocking like from what we do but still you're just like what what do you mean now Mm. what do you mean like oh so the show was cast like what do you mean you and kelly sat around a table and cast this show yeah that's a whole other story right essentially then right so now i'm like oh give me more right so i got a (laughs) lot of questions about that because i'm thinking like you know, and again, like I'm not forcing you to answer these questions. So it's not like I'm doing anything Mm -hmm. wrong, but you just put it out there. And now I'm really confused. I mean, you didn't know Christine or Anna or Kevin, you set her on Mm -hmm. a table. Like, what did they come in? You said, Christine got the show. Okay. That's not so shocking in 2021, but it is shocking to the world. mm -hmm. So just recently I felt like, oh God, we have something here. So just, I think like as things happen, I'm now at the point where I can say, oh, This is going to be something.
0: That's what makes reality TV interesting, I think, because you see it one way and it's edited how the show needs you to see it as, but there's so much. Because they film everything and there's so much footage and it's so different for the experience of the people on it versus the people like watching it. Totally.
1: I mean, essentially
0: a lot of the same things happen, yes, but there's like so many other moving parts that you don't see, which is why it's interesting.
1: Totally. And, you know, because it was Andrew then, I'm like, well, now if you're saying – things are cast or whatever. Now I have specific questions about the Paris scene and the way you treat it. So we went into all of that. Like it, it just, Mm. you know, so you just, sometimes you just think it's going to be one type of interview. And the more the person talks, you're like, this could be something big.
0: Yeah. So
1: it's more like that as opposed to like some crazy bomb during the interview.
0: Are Bravo people not really under contract where they're not allowed to say things? Because like for br- our Bachelor contract, you can only say what was shown on the show while you were under contract.
1: And then does your contract ever end technically?
0: It ends after like a year and a half, two years.
1: Okay. Because I don't want Macy so to get in trouble. A- I mean, you know. I know.
0: Well, I, I think she'll,
1: she'll be okay, but... No, I think I the know. Bravo... con No, Bravo shouldn't really spill either. I just think it's like everything is spilled everywhere. You know what I mean? I feel yeah, like... Yeah, well, now
0: it's also they like that. Like, it, I've noticed that too with the way that they edit it or like they let things kind of be shown more because it builds buzz around the show. So it's like, okay, well one thing the contract's telling you to do this, but then they're like, no, actually, you can say... That's fine. You can do it in this interview. So it's like interesting... Yeah. ...to see where that's going. But then some... Like Luke Parker, for example, who was on Hannah Brown season just got sued by the franchise because he did a, a reality TV... Or reality Steve interview and just spilled all the secrets but he was still under contract so then they like sued him for like a hundred thousand dollars or something
1: what did he spill secrets on like
0: he was just like i guess talking about production and like things that they said or did to him and how how they edited him and just like gave away the background
1: stuff that he was not supposed to give away essentially risky risky yeah. Well, I hope Lacy nothing happens. I, I I agree. It's so long ago that she's not under contract. Yeah, she should be okay. It's just something um, that I didn't think would be anything. This is one of the examples of like, oh, really? Only because yeah. it was so long ago. And you know what I mean? I'm just like, I don't know. I'm like, who's really going to pick mm-hmm. this up? Like, who's listening to this? But apparently,
0: mm-hmm. apparently, it's yeah. Like, well, I don't know. Hopefully, with her being on so long ago, they can just like chop it
1: up to that. Yeah. Like, oh, it
0: maybe used to be like that. Or it was a, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Seriously. You and me both. Um. So you watched last night's episode. Are you a Bachelor fan or have you just become more of a fan now watching after interviewing all these
1: people? Both. Like I was there in the beginning.
0: You were. I okay. was.
1: So I was there in the beginning, old school. Like I still love Trista.
0: Trista is my fave.
1: She's coming up on the behind the velvet rope podcast. So Yay. we love her. Like I love like Andrew Firestone and Jen Shet. Like I like the old now something happens along the way, which it just happens like I used to watch The Amazing Race. I just gave up mm. The Bachelor like at mm-hmm. some point. And then yeah, because of what I do now, last season I was like maybe I'll try this again. Well, I'm like where have I been? Like what have I yeah. been doing? For 10 years. It's
0: become very Bravo-y now with all the fights and the drama. And, and I you know.
1: always liked it. I gave it up for no reason other than I'm just like, I can't watch all this TV. So yeah. now that I have rediscovered The Bachelor, it's yeah. kind of like, oh my God, you know, I think maybe I would have some diminishing returns if I've been watching for like 10 years or 20, whatever. But now I'm just like, it's yeah. like a whole new thing because I I haven't been there in so many seasons. You're seeing it with
0: fresh eyes. So you started with then The Bachelorette or Peter's season? Bachelorette. Backup. But like
1: so like I knew like I knew all the people and I knew it was going on even though I didn't watch Like I kept abreast of it. But now I'm back. And yeah. so I watched Clarendale and Dale and, Tasia and Man,
0: that's a whole other episode <laughs> that that season. For that sure. is a
1: whole nother episode. It is a whole nother episode. It is.
0: Um, any like standout opinions from last night's episode before we break it down?
1: I am. Sh- I didn't expect Brittany to go home.
0: Oh yeah, after after she almost got her life ruined the week before, saying that she wasn't male escort, and then he was like, "Bye." I just
1: didn't think <laughs> she was going to go home for some reason.
0: I didn't either. I was a little surprised by that because we like that was a whole overarching theme of the episode before, and then he kept her, and then it was like, "Yeah, well, that was that was fine." Yeah. And then she wasn't really on the episode at all, and then they just sent her home. That was weird.
1: It was weird. So that just yeah. that shocked me. You know, again, like the whole Heather thing.
0: Yeah. So Heather was on my season and she, what her storyline on my season was that she had never been kissed before and Colton was our bachelor and that was her first kiss. So she had her first kiss on national television. And from what I read, I don't think she's kissed anyone since Colton, which would have been two years ago. So huh. yeah. So apparently and she's friends with Hannah Brown, right. who is friends with Matt James So then I guess Hannah told Heather that she should come on the show. It's just all weird timing because we're literally almost to hometowns at this point. And they're like, Heather, go. Go go find Matt. It's very interesting how they chose that.
1: Yeah. But I mean like that's – I think again like I can't help but like watch it and be like Well, you didn't just get in your. So I just, I'm just, I'm more curious about the true story of how this came to be. That's just where my mind goes.
0: I am too. So this is what, if I'm just making this up in my head, what I think would happen with production. She reaches out, or either Heather reaches out, or Hannah reaches out to production and is like, hey, I want her to meet Matt James. Can we like have her come on towards the beginning, or maybe be one of the girls? Like, Whatever. And they're probably like, Oh, that's great. Let's do that. Let's put a pin in that and we'll let you know when that'll work. And they're thinking, When is the best time that we could do this to like basically fuck shit up essentially? Because they're not gonna be like, Yeah, let's just have it be like happy go lucky and you can come on from the beginning. Like they're gonna use it in some way and clearly Is what that's what's happening with Heather?
1: But like you know, for all the people that think that she just woke up, took a shower, got in her car, and just drove up there in her minivan, right? Like that's not what happened. But I agree with you. because probably Hannah reached out to production. I would think.
0: Yeah, I would think that too because she has probably uh, she has a big pull. She being the Bachelor at at one point. it's just – it seems like Heather is so sweet and innocent that it's it's kind of sad watching like essentially the demise of her because these girls on this season are not holding back whatsoever. They're a little mean. And I, with our season, I know Heather was like very well-liked. She had a lot of friends and like just like very even keel. But to come into this situation and just basically be up for grabs as far as like the girls hating you is kind of – Interesting and hard to watch, knowing her.
1: I mean, I guess that's what I didn't know. Like, I didn't know if she was innocent because she doesn't really get like an innocent edit.
0: Mm-mm. No, not in this, in my season, she got a very innocent edit. She's getting the exact she was opposite. Like, Never been kissed. She's getting the exact opposite, which is so interesting. How they can do that because they just give you one situation and they can completely flip it. And it's nothing that's like she. It's not like they're twisting their your words around necessarily. They're just, they, by choosing when she came on the season is is just giving her that edit essentially.
1: Yeah. And like showing her like in her hotel, like almost like on the verge of plotting and scheming. Yeah.
0: And I'm sure she's gonna win him. Could have been edited
1: innocently. Like I'm sure, but Mm -hmm. then you add the music and this, it's like she's like (laughs) a schemer there to what do you think? Do you think I mean I think she's gonna get a rose and go
0: on? I I feel like with how Matt has been operating this season, he's like, um, At this point, I think he's over it because I think at the beginning he was like, deer in headlights, like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm just going to be nice and work with production. But I feel like now he's starting to get it and be like, oh, they're going to keep doing this to me unless I like stand up for myself, like for him having the girls come at the beginning of the rose ceremony, sending one of them home, like, like taking out all the bullies, like he definitely stuck around with like Victoria for way longer than he wanted to. I'm sure production was like, we need to keep her at least six weeks, like. She's making the show and he's probably like, oh, God, get her out of here. But, like, I think at this point he's like, okay, we're getting closer to hometowns. Like, now I can start taking a little bit more charge. Yeah. Um, so I don't I don't know if i will keep her because it's just like they're so far along. Unless they've had something before and they've met before and he liked her. Something I mean, he like seems
1: kind of happy to see her in a way.
0: Yeah. I mean, she's beautiful. I mean, and- think about
1: it, though. Like, it's almost like you have that history. So if you've ever thought about it ever – it's almost like you send that person home and now you're eliminating people and doing hometowns. You're kind of like, wait, should I have given her a chance? Like, I don't know. I feel like it's yeah. just, I'm not saying she's going to make it to the end, but I just think she's going to make it this round. I do.
0: Mm. And that'll be interesting because clearly the girls are not happy about that. Like, and no. they were saying things like, if you, if you pick her for the rose money, you better marry her because we're going to be pissed essentially. So they're just going to like lash out at him. Essentially how the girls did that with Peter with um their I think something happened and they all kind of like went against Peter for his decisions and that was a whole other story. But it should be interesting. It's
1: gonna be interesting, yeah.
0: Um the fight between Jasenia and MJ, whose side were you on in
1: that fight? I mean I again it could be an editing, but like Jasenia,
0: I I was surprised by MJ coming out of her show like that. She turned into a complete like not mean girl, but just like what was she she was preaching truth and whatever the hell she kept saying. And I was like, where is this all coming from? Like this righteous endeavorment that you're on right now that like, I'm right, you're wrong. And she had no argument for herself besides like the, the fact that she preached like unity essentially in the house.
1: Well, they really it did build up. Like he didn't just make, like once he chose Jesenia, you're like, well, that was obvious. But the 30 seconds in that pause, you're like, he's going to freaking choose MJ. Like, they just edited mm. that, right? Like, you almost had a moment of, like, you can't. You yeah, just can't.
0: It's obvious, but I That's feel why it's so for great The Bachelor in those moments. Yeah, exactly, because they, they know what they're doing with editing. Like, they the show has been around for this long because they know totally. what they're doing. Um, But it's hard for The Bachelor at that point because you're, like, essentially either going with the girl that you have the most connection to and, so, and that, that girl could be wrong, or who's ever most hot or like whoever you have like a feeling with. It seemed like he went with his gut and his feeling there, but sometimes that can go really wrong. Really, And quickly.
1: I'm just always like, I don't know. It's like that whole saying of like, you know, like if you sling mud at someone, like that's great. They're covered in mud, but like, you know, you have mud on your hands. Like I'm always just like, yeah. I don't know. I don't think it does you well if you're the one chosen, but you were in the middle of this controversy pulled aside. I just mm-hmm. don't think that it's like, I literally thought that after he escorted her out and, Jesenia was sitting there smiling like a little bit. She was trying not to. I like thought he was going to come back and be like, listen, you have to go home too. I literally was like, this is going to happen.
0: That's happened before. Yeah. It was Peter's season with McKenna and um, Tammy where he sent Tammy home, but then still sent McKenna home on the same night. I
1: was like, it's just, (laughs) this." I I was like, it's just, there's too much around this. Like it's too dirty now. You're just both going to go home. But I mean, I'm happy. That's very true
0: because a lot of times when a girl talks about another girl, it brings up another girl's name. Usually that it never goes well for either party just never. because you're that's your one role on the show then from the whole rest of the season
1: just keep your head down and just yeah. don't cause fights with the other girls cuz like you don't want anyone talking about you and you don't want to be the one to bring like I wouldn't bring anything up either I'd be like, this person's Mm -mm. a problem in the house. Someone should tell him, but it's not going to be me. It's
0: not going to be me. (laughs) I'm not going to put myself out there. How do you feel about how Katie approached the conflict in the house where she was like, there's just a lot of bullying going on. I'm not going to name names. Do you think like that's the way to do it or you shouldn't do it at all?
1: I wouldn't do it at all. Mm -hmm. I mean, and now there's all these rumors that like Katie's the new bachelorette.
0: Yes, which we should talk about too. How do you – do you see her running a season? I'm a little surprised by the choice.
1: But is it true? Is it really likely to be true?
0: It, usually if like Reality Steve puts something out there, generally it's true because they're saying huh. that it was – spoiler alert. They're saying it was announced at the Woman all, which is filmed like during when the show is airing. So if that's the
1: case, then – it, well, first of all, I haven't seen her YouTube where I guess she has all those followers.
0: I think she has... Is it TikTok that she has a bunch of followers or something like that? She's like a TikTok girl. But, I mean, a lot of the fans like her. I'm just confused because usually a person that is a Bachelor has more of a storyline right. on her season. Like, I don't think... Like, she was a girl that, like, stuck stood up for people, yes, but it wasn't, like, that powerful. Like, we didn't really see her that emotional, which is they, the show loves to see yeah. that. Um, so I don't know if, like, her her um story has been that strong unless they like announce it a lot quicker so that we're still we remember who she is.
1: I would agree. I'm like sure. I would think like she's going home too early to be the Bachelorette. Exactly. But also, I also don't see her carrying a season. And it's almost mm-hmm. like, well, now we're making a statement. It's almost like, and this is not really an insult to her. It's almost like stunt casting again, I don't even. if again is the right... It's almost like we're choosing her because she's so different, which I guess isn't really stunt yeah. casting. Do you know what I mean? Like, she's just seems yeah. like... I don't know. I, I, I can't explain I, what I'm trying to say. It just doesn't yeah, yeah. seem I've, like true casting. Like, Matt seems like true casting, although, okay, yes, he's the first Black Bachelor and everything, but he's mm-hmm. like, well, where has he, he been? Role. Like, he's yeah. gorgeous and a great body yeah. and you know, yes. doesn't seem like a douche like some of the other bachelors have at this point. Like, mm-hmm. so Matt is like, okay, well, that is a gold mine. Katie yeah, doesn't seem sense. like that gold mine. Like we no, found Katie her. is like
0: the, the friend like the girl, like a girlfriend, like that hangs out with all the guys and is, like fun. You right. like want to be best friends with her. You don't like she's not necessarily like the lead, right? You know she'd be like great in paradise. I'm. I don't. I'm, maybe she'll surprise us because usually they know something that we don't. But
1: right, that's I just I don't see it either. I don't see her being yeah. rolled out like on that like. You are our prince. Or they
0: could like give her – They're really good about doing like glow up so she could have this – Not saying she's a beautiful girl. Like all the – She has like all the qualities. Obviously, she was on the show. But like to lead a season is a whole other situation. I agree.
1: Because then you're going to have like a throwaway season that people don't remember.
0: Exactly. And I do – they love like a sexual girl because they loved how like Hannah was sexual and like open with her sexuality. Same thing with Caitlyn. Like they love that. And because of like the dildo thing, so maybe her season's just going to be like all about sex. I don't know.
1: You know what the weird thing is though? Like so if it wasn't her and I was trying to find someone else, I can't find someone else. I can't.
0: I can't find someone that has that quality. So then I'm like – and no one – a lot of people had problems with Peter season. So – and they then they tried to pull from the archives with Claire. So they can't really do that again because that was a flop. Yeah. That
1: was a flop. I mean, that's the thing. It's like where is the old school like we are choosing an actual stranger that has not ever been part of Bachelor Nation? I love that.
0: I I mean, we did it with Matt. Kind
1: of. It's – I mean, kind of, we did. Yeah.
0: It's You have to have, like, a best friend that's, like, famous, like Tyler and Hannah. Totally. So, yeah.
1: I don't know. Like, shouldn't it just be? But then, I mean, if it's going to be a complete stranger, you have to really nail it and hit it out of the park.
0: Yeah. It has to be like Chloe Kardashian, like, that one time everyone was remembering that she was going to well, be a
1: bachelor. that would just be amazing.
0: I would watch that in a heartbeat.
1: <laughs> like, that's why. Like, couldn't it be someone who is, you know, has some past without Bachelor Nation is in the public eye, yeah. but not Chloe. Like, you know, more like D-list or C-list.
0: Mm-hmm. Like they could be on Bravo yeah. or like one of those shows. I I would see that. Like
1: Someone like that.
0: That would be fun. Because then it would combine both audiences into one show. I mean, maybe we should just make our own show here. Like I think we
1: have an idea. I think so. <laughs> like to me, it's almost like if Katie is the Bachelorette, then they're trying to say like, And this is not right to say she's not beautiful. It's like, we're going with the everyday girl. Like, that's how I read it. Like, we're gonna, like, so then that to me feels like stunt casting. It feels like Mm -hmm. we're gonna try to show that we're so... Of opened. the time.
0: Yeah. And it's not, again, we're not saying that she's not beautiful. Right. It's just like, usually, usually it's like with that, you're, that person, you're like, oh, obviously that would be her. Like, obviously she's the bachelorette, obviously the bachelorette, but maybe we're going in a different direction we don't really know what they're
1: right. thinking. And it's like you said, like, you know, they get all the way to the end or close and they have like, you know, a story. A story. to follow. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I would think a better bachelorette, although apparently she's dating the DJ would be Sarah Trot who took herself Sarah. out of I it. I
0: also thought Abigail. Yeah. I loved her too. And she's on there longer, but... Shh,
1: yeah. I would have... Uh, Abigail makes more sense to me.
0: Same. So maybe we're wrong. Like, the rumors are wrong, and that's not the... Who knows? And we're all talking about, which is what they want. Yeah. But I'm not sure yet. We'll see what happens. I'm going to watch it either way, obviously, I'm, but... I'm
1: hooked now. I'm back. <laughs> we're I'm in back. It.
0: Also, Katie, before she left, she had this, like, little fight with Serena which she's been in a lot of fights. Like, she's the girl that they go to, to, like, confront. She always stands her ground really well. But I'm confused. Like, usually also the girl that they pick is like, friends with everyone in the house or something. Like, what was... That fight was weird to me. She's,
1: she's like different. the new Victoria. She was like Victoria 2.0. I mean, I do have she's to say, so I'm going to get <laughs> lots of hate. Everyone could slip into my DMs and hate me. But, I don't know. I, I, I have a thing for Queen Victoria.
0: Okay, let's let's talk about Victoria. I I I will say I appreciate her true to herselfness and the fact that she literally she, there's no way she could have done all those things and not know that she was going to be the villain. Like, you have right. to have some thick skin to do that on this television
1: show. Right. So like I don't know. I guess I'm okay with people knowing how to play the game and then playing it. Well, I guess I'm not because I hate that in Housewives, like when I think someone's new and trying too hard. I don't know. There was something about – so I don't know. I guess I'm conflicted. But there was something about her. She obviously wasn't going to go to the end. But, yeah, like you have to really have a thick skin.
0: Yeah. The problem I had with her was when – you could tell when she was kind of – Realizing her demise when people started getting called out when Matt was like, I'm not standing for the bullying, and then she immediately started like groveling and apologizing because she knew right. she had done things wrong. That was like showed her weakness a little bit. Do you think like her acting like that is an insecurity thing, or do you think that she's just like, I'm the queen, I'm the best? Like what is it? I what do you purposely think,
1: think, and I could be wrong, I don't think it was all natural. Like I don't think producers Mm -hmm. told her to do it. I think Mm -hmm. it was like, I'm gonna come in and you're gonna talk about me and I'm gonna get my Instagram up. I I do. And so
0: have we looked at her Instagram? Well someone
1: told me and I haven't looked lately, someone told me she took herself she shut down her Instagram. I don't know if it's back up, but I guess Mm -hmm. after she was voted off, not voted, you know, after she was sent home yeah, I think she went home and started looking, and then I think it got so bad she took mm. herself off. I don't know if she's back, but she was de- She shut down her Instagram.
0: That was the thing. Like I was reading the stuff that people were saying about her. Like ep- every episode, she was the one people were talking about the most. And I'm like, even the strongest person in the world would have a hard time. Like they were saying things about what she looked like, yeah. like her, like the fact that she didn't own a bra, like how horrible she was. Like it was not just like personality; it was like from top to bottom, they were talking. Shit about her, and you?
1: mind you, if you're that much of a master at the craft, you shutting your Instagram down well, that's not necessarily
0: that's not authentic, right?
1: Like, this could be another ploy, like Victoria, headline Victoria shuts down Instagram, yeah. So, I don't even know. This, this is, is where my mind goes. So, I mean, like, look, yeah. I think it would have gotten annoying if she got to the end, but I think for like a minute there, it was kind of fun.
0: She kind of created the dynamic in the house in a way, which has been a little hostile, but it's made it an interesting season. So I'll give her that. I mean, just to sit sit there and be like,
1: shut the fuck up. And like, she just would (laughs) say what she'd be like, no, 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 we're not having that conversation. I'm done. Like, it just kind of was like, you know, I mean, a lot of the girls probably want to say that to the other girls. So like, it was refreshing in a way. It is an interesting season though, like where it's been all this other stuff. And like, even like, did you see like Ben Higgins spoke out? No, granted, Ben Higgins has been on the press tour for his new book. So let's just keep that in mind. This is
0: true. You always have to keep that in mind. Do you see what a (laughs) jaded
1: reality podcast host I am? (laughs) I like breaking the fourth wall and having the real conversation. So, but like, you know, he said like, you know, I'm not mad at Matt, but like, you know, this season and, you know, it's kind of like below deck on Bravo. If you watch it, a lot of people have said like, and you know, this season's different, but like up until this season, it got away like last season with the drugs and like Hannah, you know, now it's, like, back to, like, this is the formula. It's almost like that's The Bachelor. Like, this drama has pushed its way it's in, in. And, like, there's now there's issues of bullying. And, like, we got a lot going on other than, like, let's just find love here.
0: And the storyline with, um, I think her name was Sarah and the the escort thing, that coming in. Like, usually it's the breaking of the fourth wall. Like, the stuff from the outside doesn't come in so much. Like, it happened a little bit with Peter's season with Victoria, like, saying how um, – she had like cheated on people's husbands and all that stuff. And then this season it's happening with like the escort stuff, right. which is like the real world come seeping in. It's is a lot. And it, that stuff can ruin people's lives. Yeah, So it's a it's a whole nother level of drama. But it's interesting because they're like, oh, we're going to do better. We're going to delete comments that are negative on our Instagram. We're going to like show the bullying on social media. But then we're like, no, we're – We're enhancing it by putting on the television show. So it's like mixed messages here on what they're trying to
1: accomplish. It's right. So then that's where it's like, okay, well, maybe Katie does make sense. Like it'll be, you know, like the everyday and there'll be some guys that are, you know, again, she's gorgeous, but it will be guys that are like, you know, funny and like have different personalities. And like, I just think they're going to try to cast, like if it goes that route, to me, it's like, okay, we need to get back to like just everyday people that's that's if they go with katie i think I it's agree. like they're trying to do a different season like no drama sorry for those sirens outside it's yeah and i'm up high in a doorman <laughs> building so it's not like i'm on the street you just everyone could always hear the sirens but i don't know i just think so then the more i just think that's they should just get back to that but i, I don't mind all this other stuff because it's like life yeah
0: it is life. It brings in another element, like a more real t- element to it in a way. But it, it's a lot of it's very heavy. I
1: just, write Like, I just don't like, like, I don't know if you watch Orange County Housewives.
0: I have in the past. Well, like yeah. this
1: past season. So, like, Bronwyn, she's like a new character if you haven't watched the past two years. Like, mm-hmm. she mm-hmm. in her second year after Vicky and Tamara got fired, she says she's an alcoholic, has an open marriage, has never been attracted to men, is a lesbian, has a girlfriend, has a son who's a drag queen or is dressing in drag. Mm. It's a lot. So it's more like – It's a lot in one side. Right. So it's a more like if that is all authentic, bravo. But yeah. it's almost like when you're trying – So it's almost like I just hope The Bachelor isn't trying to now put all these things in because of where the world is.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I think they are in a lot of ways because it just – The state of the world they were in, the showing all the COVID stuff, the testing, talking about Black Lives Matter movement in the past season, which is all great. So I think, yeah, they're trying to mix the two worlds of like Bachelors reality TV, but kind of the most feels like the most unreal just because it's so edited and blah, blah, blah. And like it's the fancy dates and like the traveling now because of like we're bringing it down to earth a little bit more. Maybe they're just trying to show more of a real
1: life dating situation so we can relate to it more, which I kind of like. You do. Like, you like it and you don't like it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the reason *Blink Empire was such a huge blockbuster is because you're like, oh, okay, it was filmed three years ago before COVID. Mm -hmm. These Mm -hmm. people are so disgustingly rich that most normal human beings will never even come close to this amount of money. And we're talking, like, Jamie is worth the billions. Kane is in the billions. Anna Oh, yeah. This is what I do for a living. I memorize these things. Anna Shea is worth $600 Christine Chu is worth... So it's like... Yeah, this is just pure, not real world escapism. Which
0: is fun to see because you kind of live vicariously through them.
1: I just think it's a fine line of like, it's great they're doing this. And I'm not saying I mind it. I'm not saying I mind it. I'm just saying like, they're both good. When it's just pure escapism and like, this isn't the real world, that's good too.
0: Yeah, I will say any watching any show that has been filmed during COVID like Southern Charm or any of the shows that had to do the COVID. It's kind of annoying to rewatch it back cuz it's like, "Oh, we all live this." Like I kind of want to just like take a break from it for a second, but it goes both ways cuz it's like if it is reality, you want to see that too. Right.
1: Like you don't know I'm how I you just wanna, feel. Like, escape right. For a sec.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Do you have any People that you want Matt to end up with? Any front runners for you at this point?
1: I mean, I think certain people. Like, I think that Chelsea's are not going to go f- much farther. Yeah, Justyna, no, she's not going to be around for much longer. No, she she put like in the who do you think season. the front runners are? Like, I, I don't think Abigail's going to be around much longer.
0: No, but I love Abigail. I really. She really would do. have
1: been a great um, bachelorette. She would have.
0: She, I think, honestly, if. That's still
1: open. She would have been, I think, maybe you know. Now that you say it,
0: because she has the storyline and like she's so sweet, but also fun and like, like she has all the things. So I don't know. I don't know
1: who's like who's the front runner.
0: There's not really a front runner, and I feel like this this episode maybe because his friend Tyler C was on that we. This is the first episode I felt like I really started seeing others like seeing Matt because he wasn't. He was just feels like a a filler for the girls for all the other episodes. That so, makes sense. Like
1: I don't think – So I think that's been hard I don't think Bree is going to go far even though she was a frontrunner. No, front I think runner. she's
0: beautiful and great, but I don't see her – You really.
1: know who I think is going to go far but not – no way is going to get into the final two is I think um, Kit will go far.
0: Yeah, I like Kit, which her mom is a whole other – like her mom being – was it Cynthia Rowley? Yeah, I just mom? reached
1: out or had my team reach out to Cynthia Rowley because I'm like I'd like Let's to speak to her. I mean – Not everyone just says, great, David Yontef behind the velvet rope, let's start. But I have a major – this week I'm having, like, a major designer on. So I'm like, we have a name to use now, and I want her. Because I want – you know, just I want to talk to Cynthia Rowley in general, but I'm like, I want to talk about all this.
0: It's – especially if you have this – established business like she does. Like she's a name and then to let your daughter go on to a TV show that can go a lot of different ways is very risky But she must be
1: super supportive. So I can't think, Um, I mean, I don't see the big thing. I mean, I I know that she, I guess, is kind of a front runner. I don't feel the chemistry with Michelle. I don't either. With Michelle either. Mm -mm. Who everyone likes. No, I liked
0: their date and they seemed like easy to talk to but I don't feel like the the sexual chemistry as much if that makes sense. So
1: then that leads us back to like Rachel. Rachel's the one who's going to go far and like, if you think about it, like with all the things, like that, all the arguments where they're like, they think it's the plot's been given away now is because like, so here's the thing, like all that stuff that surfaced about Rachel, you know how like Matt made a statement about it?
0: Yeah. I think that's usually when people make, that's happens with Becca and right. Garrett. Like they let Becca make a statement about Garrett, like defending him because he, she picked him. Right. Like otherwise she probably wouldn't have said it. So anything. this is like so, ABC
1: yeah. statement that they gave mm-hmm. to Matt to issue. And it's mm-hmm. all about like, everyone's a human and like, which I agree with, like, let's not go to cancel culture yeah. yet. But yeah, I do think if she was gone in one or two weeks,
0: they the statement would be, it. I mean, he's already
1: made statements that bullying is not going to be tolerated. I yeah. think they, Matt would have made a statement against her. And, or I yeah. think they would have just rem- said nothing, said nothing, or oh. yeah. just minimized her edit. For the rest of the season. Just like,
0: so we forgot about. Because that's what yeah. they did.
1: Remember on Below Deck, that guy last season with Sandy, Captain Sandy? I forgot mm-hmm. his name. Oh, I don't remember his He name. got like, so I mean, I think, I don't know. I think Rachel's the one. I think she's. Yeah. I think she's going to be. She's the only front runner to me, which also I don't yeah. really see, but I get it, I guess.
0: Yeah. Usually with front runners, like, this is when they start showing them more. Like, at the first, they kind of keep them to the back and, like, let the drama happen. And then the front runners start coming forward. So it's, like, from this episode on
1: is when you're going to start seeing I it. think it's her. I think she's the one. Yeah. She's the only – no one else really stands out to me,
0: Mm-mm. you Mm-mm. know? As far as, like, his connection with them. Like, he's, like, nice and fun with yeah. a lot of them. But it's not, like, that draw. Right. So. I don't know. It'll be interesting then to see, like, once if she is the one, like, how ABC handles – because she. it's not going to be, like – we accept her and we love this. It's going to be hard for both of them.
1: Right. With social media and all I of I think it. so. I mean, <laughs> I just think that's why it's her because of this statement yeah. and like, I think they'd be doing like, we got to get rid of her right away or something. You know, not – it's already filmed, like, but like, like right, it. like just something. But yeah,
0: they, they can completely put people to the background if they need to. Put like
1: a – well, like for instance on like – RuPaul's Drag Race, Sherry Pie. Like, I don't know if you watch RuPaul's Drag Race. Like, last season, there was, like, this controversy and, like, in real life. And so, like, it was already filmed, but every episode had a start that said this was filmed before blah, 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 blah. I I Mm. think ABC would actually put that type of thing. This was filmed before Rachel made it, you know, to whatever, and we do not tolerate this. That's really what I think. And it would be, like, and then you would know, just keep watching. Thing. She's going to be gone soon. I think she's the one yeah. because of this. I, I do. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's true. Cause it was, there was one contestant that left, I think Hannah's season, and th- there was no like explanation of it, but right. there was other things that happened. So they just kind of let that fade away. So yeah, I don't know. It'll, it'll be a fun ride for sure.
1: Oh well, you can have me back on anytime you want. I'm happy to, like I am. Yeah, obsessed. let's do
0: it. Let's do more. Let's do more
1: um, deep dives because this
0: is a fun time. <laughs> I will talk
1: to you any day you want about this.
0: Amazing. Well, again, because I don't great. get to talk
1: on my own show. I mean, I do, but it's me yeah. like interviewing and you know stuff.
0: So, like when we get towards like the hometowns and like the juicy I'll stuff, come back. Let's have you back. I mean, I
1: do have to say, just with personality, everything aside, to me, physically, Matt is like the hottest bachelor. I think. Ever, I literally don't think I have a second choice. I mean, he to me is just by far the number one. He's a whole package. Like
0: he is established. He's very attractive. He's very kind. He's a great body. Like, there's so many things. And speaking of bodies, I, th- I will just say this before we go. I thought it was hilarious that they found any opportunity yes. to get Tyler to take his yes. shirt off. And they're like, we just got to get him to take his shirt off. How are we going to do that? So they made the whole date around him taking I his shirt agree. off. I would
1: agree. And I have to say, after last night, I think I've decided that I don't think – I mean, again, I would not kick Tyler out of bed. Tyler does not need my <laughs> approval on life. I no. don't think Tyler's as hot as I thought he was. After last night. Mm. I'm like, maybe cause like Matt's there. And I'm like, huh.
0: Yeah, it's hard to compare. I think I with used to Tyler, think Tyler, it was, was just so like hot. It's because he was like in love with Hannah and you saw like that like, – you don't usually see like guys like him talk like the way that Tyler talks about right. like love and romance. So then it's like, oh. Right. Yes. um, Amazing. So David, before you go, can you tell everyone your podcast, your Instagram, where they can find you? Yeah. So
1: Behind Where's the going? Velvet Rope, it is five days a week, Monday through Friday, different interview every day. Every reality show is represented. Feel free to ask us to book guests. Chances are I've thought of them, but I, you know, we, we, we're open to requests and on Instagram at behind velvet rope. There's no that in the title at behind velvet rope. And you know, I respond. If you get a DM back, it's me. All other social media, I can't say are truly me in my social media platform, but Instagram is my life. So reach out. And Amazing. if you want to hear interviews, and like I said, like we go there, like I will ask you point blank, I mean, I asked Mike Johnson some hard questions, you know, like he was, I mean, everyone knows he was passed over, Mm -hmm. you know, for the first black bachelor, not that that should even be a thing, but I had a lot of, like, I guess guess I'm a controversial interviewer, but I have questions about that because, you know, I mean, it's been discussed ad nauseum, I get it, but I like to come from a different angle and just his thoughts on that, so... You yeah. know, I'm not afraid to go there.
0: Um, Last thing, I yes, promise. Yes, no, you're great. This show is something to share. So I just always want to ask my guests, like, is there anything on your heart? Anything you want to, like, leave with my audience? Something that you want to share about yourself? Anything you have the floor?
1: I just think, well, not even anything about me, really. I mean, I'm single if anyone wants to slip into my DMs. But, <laughs> you know, that's my own fault. I'm not a victim. I'm single. I've, got, I've gotten myself here. I think everyone should just treat each other like a human being. And I think everyone is entitled to their own opinion and I'm not going to change cancel culture. And there's so many abhorrent things, which yes, like pedophile, like in racism, like you said, Mm -hmm. that's one thing. And then, okay, Mm -hmm. that's really bad.
0: Yeah. And then right. Like those things should be canceled.
1: And then, you know, just someone who has a different opinion than you, why, 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 yeah. why just be kinder to people. So that's the thing, like, even like on my Instagram, you know, and that's the other thing too. Like, I don't like to make like statements on movements and things. Cause I'm like, you know what? I am not qualified. I'm actually not qualified. Yeah. So when certain things yeah. happen in the world, I've made statements of like, my statement is just like human kindness, like one person to the other. That's my thing. Whether you, regardless of your background, you can disagree with me on all your views in the world. Like Mm -hmm. you and I are having a moment here. Like that's what matters to me. And I just think more people Mm -hmm. should base things on one to one, like human kindness, whether you agree with someone or not. I agree. And still, look, that doesn't mean you can't fight for causes and have your strong beliefs. I'm all for that. That's amazing that this world has gotten there. But just treat people with kindness, whether you agree or mm-hmm. don't agree, before you yeah. want them to go and fuck off. <laughs> right?
0: <laughs> yeah, start from a place of openness, yeah. and then we'll see where that goes. Yeah, so that's all. Thank you, David. I'll talk to you see soon. See you later. Bye. So that is it from me, guys. Thanks for listening. If you're new here, make sure you hit that subscribe button and share this episode with your friends. Give the five stars and have a good one. We'll see you next week. Every Wednesday, new episode. Bye guys.